Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music.
Boom. Here on the humble farmer. I have a LP at home. I got Al Cohn to autograph it. It says on the top, from one music lover to another. And then we're going to hear Al, Al Cohn's little boy, Joe Cohn, playing with Harry Allen, coming right up. But first, one morning when I stepped out of the shower, I happened to look up at the mirror on the wall. I saw a homely, stoop-shouldered man. <laughs> Do you know how good it feels to look in a mirror and realize that in 60 years you haven't changed a bit? Thank you. 
Gary Allen, Joe Cohn here on the Humble Farmer. Where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. One morning when I stepped out of the shower, I happened to look up at the mirror on the wall. I saw a homely, stoop-shouldered man. Do you know how good it feels to look in a mirror and realize that in sixty years you haven't changed a bit? I'm reminded that this is the kind of self-deprecating humor that Wyndham Hill's Will Ackerman didn't like when he came to see me do a show in Rockport. On the other hand, Larry Wilde introduced me at an international humor conference in Arizona. I had been asked to stand in for the great Dr. Lawrence Peter, of Peter Principal fame. Dr. Lawrence Peter got sick and didn't show at the last minute. Larry Wilde has published 55, 60 or so joke books. And Larry Wilde told me that for the first five minutes on stage, you stand there and make fun of yourself. So go figure. Two very successful people here telling me two different ways to present myself on stage. If I had to make a decision on which method to use, I'd make fun of myself. I'd have so much more material. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm, Oscar Peterson, if I were a bell, if I was a bell, from, is that from Guys and Dolls? So much good music in that Guys and Dolls show. I even like all the characters in that show. You can never see that one enough. It's like Animal Farm. You have to see it or read it every year. Get a little more out of it every time. I did not start to learn French until I was perhaps 65 years old. And at present, I can read French on perhaps a sixth grade level. In other words, I can read with a startling amount of comprehension Harlequin Romances, Agatha Christie, and the French subtitles we get on three television channels. Of course, I can't understand a word of spoken French unless it is on a tape or CD, or even easier, an American speaking French. Because no one who isn't French can understand a French person speaking French. But I started to learn French after accidentally getting off a train in a small town in France. I was on my way to speak at a university in Holland, got off the train by mistake 
in France. I was trapped there in this small town overnight, and I almost starved to death because I couldn't buy food. And right then, as soon as I got home, I started to learn French. Now, knowing what a cheerful, friendly person I am, it might surprise you to hear that I was studying French just to be nasty. Yes, I was resolved to learn French, some French, just so the next time I was in France, the French would have to listen to me talk French with a main accent. kitchen sink. What goes on at the kitchen sink stays at the kitchen sink. My friend Winky, you've heard me tell about my friend Winky. My friend Winky, perhaps you remember back when he went to business college, and you might remember that he flunked accounting and bookkeeping. But somehow, you know, somehow Winky got through school, and lo and behold, he showed up at his 15th reunion in his own private jet. And, of course, his old friends wanted to know how he made so much money. And Winky said, I've got a little factory where I make can openers. 
that only cost me a dollar to make, but I sell them for ten dollars. And you can't fail when you've got a business that brings you a steady nine percent profit.
My name is Stitt. Here on The Humble Farmer, thank you for listening. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening off my webpage. I appreciate that, too. We get people listen way up in Gray, Maine. Can you believe that, that anybody way up in Gray would need to hear The Humble Farmer so much that they'd listen to it on a webpage? Who can believe it? Thank you for listening, anyway. My, you've heard me tell about Winky and his family. Well, you remember that Winky has two sons. One became a doctor and one became a lawyer. And you can believe that when Winky got hit by a car, it just about tore the family apart. His doctor son wanted to cure him, but his son, who's a lawyer, wanted him to walk around with two crutches so he could sue for damages.
<laughs> Not to compare with Sonny Stitt's tag or a Brad Terry tag. If you have never been playing bass and been subjected to a Brad Terry tag, you don't know what I'm talking about here. It goes on forever and ever. The last, oh, this is Winky today. The last time my friend Winky went in for a physical, the doctor asked him to hold his hands out in front of him. And Winky's hands were shaking like a leaf in a northeast gale. And the doctor said, My, my word, Winky, how much do you drink? And Winky said, Not much. I spill most of it.
If it was anybody but you listening, I would say, did you hear that little bit of Mozart on the end? Thehumblefarmer at gmail.com if you want to talk to me about it. One evening when Winky was reading the newspaper, he looked up suddenly. He said to his wife, my word, here's a man up in Rangeley who was shot for a moose. And Winky's wife said, any man who can be mistaken for a moose is better off dead.
Django, of course. I'm getting something else set up here, but while I'm doing it, I should remind you that you're listening to The Humble Farmer, for which I am grateful. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you again for listening. This, I'm going to test your horse sense now. You've heard about horse sense. I'm going to test your horse sense. This morning, when I stepped out of the shower, I happened to look up at the mirror on the wall. I saw a homely, stoop-shouldered man. Do you know how good it feels to look in a mirror and realize that in 60 years you haven't changed a bit? Did you hear about the frugal equestrian who didn't change a bit in 60 years? Every kiss, every hug seems to act just like a drug. You're getting to be a habit with me. Let me stay in your arms, I'm addicted to your charms. You're getting to be a habit with me I used to think your love was something that I could take Or leave alone But now I couldn't do without my supply I need you for my own Oh, I can't break away I must have you every day As regularly as coffee or tea You've got me in your clutches And I can't get free You're getting to be a habit with me arrangement nice baritone sax on the bottom playing the bottom note almost time to get out here time for a couple more here and here is a letter from a longtime radio friend says dear humble we used to listen to your radio broadcasts when visiting booth bay harbor for many years and thoroughly enjoyed them is there any chance that you put them on a dvd we would love to hear some of them again. No one does jazz the way the humble farmer does. Thank you for your time. Sincerely, Pat and Marv. Yes, 
I would like to send them a DVD because I, this program is also made for television. The only difference is you have to look at me at the same time, which some people said was a little made it a little hard. But I do have, I do have a television program, and I could put them on DVD. But right now I'm having technical trouble. You understand that old people always have technical trouble doing these things. And as soon as I can get them on a DVD, I will send. Pat and Marv, a humble farmer, television program on DVD. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you too. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening.
Hmm. Used to play that with Muriel, the Midcoast Monster. I'd say, play Idaho. I haven't played Idaho for a long time, and I have never played it. Nobody ever played it that fast as Harry Allen and Joe Cohn. Almost time to get out of here. I've said that before. I'm going to say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Little news here might excite you because I get very excited when daylight saving time starts. Do you get excited when daylight saving time starts? And you can set your clock ahead. I love daylight saving time as it will give my solar collectors an extra hour of sunlight, which means more kilowatt hour credits in the bank for me. God.